What is up, everybody? Today we're talking about the Jackson family and a lot more on Black Hollywood Lives, The Trend. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Live, The Trend. I'm your host, Dario Christian. Joining me today is Courtney Stewart. What's up, everybody? And we got a very special guest today in the house. I mean, this is like American royalty, <laughs> yes, right? It is. Number one family, American royalty. TJ Jackson is with us today. How you doing? I'm happy to be here. And if y'all listening, listen, y'all. Listen, y'all better have listen a boo with you because you're about to make some babies. Because this is insomnia playing right now. This is TJ's new single. And I'll tell you what. I was listening to it the other day. I should have had a boo with me because there's a reason I should not be sitting by myself listening to this song. It's that, it's that good. All right? It is that good. Thank I just you. feel like Thank I just you. need to. Yeah. I, I can't even get movement on in the chair. Get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love it. Man, thank you for joining us today. I'm so happy to be here. Welcome, welcome. We can't wait to talk to you about the single, about all the projects you're working on, the family. Yeah. But we're going to talk about some topics first. Let's we're gonna do it. We're going to talk about some topics. Some fun topics. We're going to talk about some topics. Okay. Well, I guess that's me. You don't have to. You just point it to me. I mean, yeah. It's all good. Okay. I mean, you know, I can well, talk. we start off in a celebratory mode, usually, or we attempt to. And so we're going to celebrate some positive black girl magic because our girl, Tamron Hall, came back, y'all. Yes. We thought we lost her for a millisecond two Miller. years ago, as you guys may know or may not know. Two years ago, she stepped down from the Today Show because, you know, they gave that other girl, Megan Kelly, a job and it mm. didn't work out so well. And Tamron was like, nope, y'all not going to play me like that. I am mm. not taking my demotion. I am leaving. She left. She got married to a beautiful man. She had herself a beautiful baby and she has come back strong with the premiere of the Tamron Hall show this week. And she actually sort of broke a record. She came in second as the second highest rated uh, first run show, first run syndicated show in the last like five years in terms of daytime. Nice. So it's doing really well. Yep. And she seems very happy and she addressed everything about the Today Show. She was very specific and the show is got a real serious focus yeah. and uh, she's doing some fun stuff over there so we're happy for you Tamron and we're celebrating you did you guys get to check it out at all I did see a little bit of it and I said that's how you make your comeback so you don't even need to talk trash you just come back with the ratings mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like she just came right. back like this is what I got what you got you know yep, what I mean? Yep. Did you see it? I did not check. I've been so busy promoting the song, so I didn't get to check it out. But I'm going to tell you what shocks me or amazes me about her. She had a baby at 48. 48, I believe. Yes, yeah, she did. And she's still doing her thing? Yeah, still doing she her did. thing. And she looked good, okay? And she's always been a beautiful woman. She's beautiful yeah. anyway, and she is a fashionista galore, and she did not tone it down for this show. I, that's the other thing that excited me about it, too, is like watching daytime now. Whatever. I've watched daytime since I was a kid with my grandma, like watching The Price is Right and then all the talk shows and soap operas and whatnot. And it's cool to see that, like, we're finally sort of not, like, we're not for, as forced to, like, sort of be that cookie cutter cut out that mm. daytime is supposed right. to be. Yeah. And, like, she's on there with, like, a full on printed, like, leopard jumpsuit with big sleeves and her hair. And it's just, just fabulousness and just blackness, just yeah. all great. good. It was just beautiful to see, like, and to see a, another black woman, because, mm. you know, Oprah been gone for a while, y'all. Right, so right. it's nice to have, like, a 
sort of serious, but still like grounded in, you know, joy and positivity kind of happening on daytime. Right now. I agree. That's what I was going to say. It's nice to see another black woman kind of take that reign. And, and mm-hmm. especially she came out with, you know, fireworks. Yeah. So I'm sure did. greater things are to come from this show. I'm very excited. I'll still be watching. She's on my DVR every day. One o'clock in L.A., guys, if y'all want to check her out. What on channel? ABC. Yeah, ABC. 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 Yeah, I got to check ABC, that out. Yeah. Disney wasn't playing. They knew what they was doing. <laughs> they sure did. All right. Speaking of somebody else that kind of, I guess he knows what he's doing because it's working for him really well. Um, You guys, I don't know if you know, but there was a post that was circulating on social media this week that had a lot of people sort of chiming in because everybody was kind of confused, not really sure if they should be offended or proud or how to feel about it, okay? So I'm going to read you guys what was posted, and then we'll have a little (laughs) chat. (laughs) We'll have a little chat, A little chat about it. So a person by the name of Mo Butter, that's the handle, I don't know what their real name is, (laughs) (laughs) They posted the following, quote, I have a white male client who owns a next almost billion dollar business. I've been to his house, offices, and he seems to always be in the presence of black women. They're never the help. We finally had a convo yesterday that allowed me to learn why. He disclosed to me that he prefers to hire black educated women because he knows his business is in good hands. He said black women tend to be less selfish and always have him and his best interest at heart. He then stated that he will hire white women as secretaries but never as decision makers. This was an interesting turn of events because we don't see shit like that. He said he came from a family who told him the ugly truth. White people are privileged, not smarter or superior. Think about it. Y'all raised us even when we refused to let you read. So I filled my business with the faces and hearts and brains of the people who I always see get shit done under any circumstance. Those people just tend to be predominantly black women. That's what he left we, me with yesterday. Wow. That's deep. That is deep. You know what I mean? That's like, deep. That's deep. There's some power in that. There's there some is. power you know I mean? in that. There is. I appreciate it. Though. I do too. You know what I mean? Like, I do too. I know that there was a lot of uh, when I was reading it, there was a lot of uh, realization that <laughs> women had, black women had about this. They were like, you know, like you were saying, they were on the fence, like, you know, this is a great thing, but should I be offended by it? But I mean, this was his reality, and this is unfortunately the reality of what it used to be. Black women used to mm-hmm. kind of be the well, were the help and were taking care of white men, and this is what he knew growing up with his history. So the fact that that's kind of changed him in order to appreciate, I'll say, black women more, I think that is a good thing. you looking at me like you don't believe Well, you because know. I'm, I'm you, sta- like you, no, I'm still on the <laughs> fence. You look like you was about to no, dagger I'm, me. I'm like, still what? on the fence. Does it, because, it doesn't offend you, does well, it? well, that's the thing. I, 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 don't, I don't think offense is really what it is. I think it's a, a, a more, if, if I really start thinking about it, it becomes a more disturbing commentary on the condition of black women in this country and how we're received. And on the one hand, you want to be like, yeah, you're strong and you're smart and we celebrate that and that. But in the end, it's just another version of the exploitation of capitalism on the backs of black women. And it, it worked. I mean, they're getting paid and I hope they're getting paid amazing. But then I start thinking about pay gaps and things like that. And it's like, is it really that great? Are they getting paid what white men would be getting paid to do these decision making jobs? Mm-hmm. Like, And is it working out so well for him? Because yes, they're going to be loyal because for the most part, they're treated well, but then they're also getting paid like 30% less than maybe they should. And that makes his bottom line even better. So we're working in the system as it's given. And yes, they're doing great things. But I just feel like there's a whole lot of other layers to that that 
I'm not necessarily comfortable with. I so that's why it makes me what but in the end, I mean, of course you want to be like, Black Power, hell yeah, we make all the decisions. <laughs> We've been doing it forever. Right, like so right. on the surface. That's where like, that's where I was coming yeah, from. So on the surface. You wanna ruin it now, Courtney. No, 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 now I don't like the man. <laughs> Damn white man. Dang, I gotta drink water now. Well no, because initially when I first saw the post, it was a, a black girlfriend of mine that posted it and she was pissed and yeah. thought it was horrible. Uh, but it was a portion of it. Um it was just a portion of him uh how black women are not selfish and they always look out for him. And I was like, Well let me read all of it to see what yeah. And as I read all of it, I wasn't pissed, but I started to understand better why she was pissed really? and like why that made. I mean, it's just a little, just a little tinge of like, okay, yeah, all right, brother. When I heard that though, all I thought was he was giving praise to black women mm-hmm. and giving some respect and and trying to say change the perception yeah. of what black women are. Because I completely agree with them. You know, I think black black women are very powerful. They're yeah. very loyal and very Absolutely. strong. And for a white male to not only you know show that right. but to actually say it to publicly right. to me is something kind of commendable right. maybe i'm missing something no, i don't no, know no, enough no. about I the story i think that is also correct but i think that is very but true sh- but, but you still feel oh sorry go ahead no i was just saying cuz i travel around the world you know and i i didn't mean to say it like you don't <laughs> <laughs> Why you look at me, TJ? Go, I yeah. did just get back from like, Greece. Thank you very much. And I was there for a week and a half exploring my Greek when culture. I, I had that, to make him I thought about it. And say like, <laughs> he looked dead at me. You know, I've been around the world, bro. Thanks, thanks, TJ. I did not mean it sure. like on a pedestal. You know, you you'll go in France and see white males with black women all the time. I seriously have a theory. That's why Tina Turner and T- oh, Tina Turner, yeah. why they go there and just stay. Yeah, you know, so she goes to like Switzerland. She's or in Switzerland. Switzerland yes, yeah. I was just reading about her. But then when you come home, it's a little yeah. different. Yes. You know, it's kind of those stereotypes that have always been labeled on black sure. people and black Absolutely. women that it seems like it sticks more at home. Yeah. So for for me, when I hear that, I think of the perception that they have around the world of black women. So it's very true. But but I'm not a black woman, so I, I no, want to respect I, another angle. But that's the way I yes. that's the way I see it. I see all the angles as well, <laughs> and I would like to rest in that space of just being like it's super positive. But just going off of what you said, the fact that there is this weird dichotomy in this country mm-hmm. because even though sure. yes, there's this stereotype of black women, and simultaneously that stereotype, the people that are spewing that stereotype also recognize and know that we are their source for everything generally because right. that's where it comes like we the mammy stereotype comes from the fact that they know we was taking care of their kids right. and doing right. all of this the jezebel stereotype came from the fact that they lusted for sure. us and they Absolutely. tried to turn it on us as if it was something we were doing to them so i i understand it's a america is messed up y'all i'm moving <laughs> i'm moving with you <laughs> Just, I'm moving. I'm moving to. Where are we moving to? Where should we move to? I know you've been all around the world. Tell us where we need to go. Where we gotta go. Where we going? I'm sorry. There's so many beautiful places, but I seriously want to apologize for that. No, no, no. What is your favorite place? Right now, I'm digging Spain. I just love Spain. She's going there. I can't wait. Yes. Yeah. I just love. I love all of Europe. I love Asia. I got to get back to South America, but I I'm digging Spain. All right. That's on my bucket list. So. Yeah. Got to go do it. I can't wait. Knock one off with Greece, but Spain is next. That's right. That's next. Well, I got a round trip ticket because I got a one way, one way. So I got a round trip. I got to go back in January. You're going to come back with you a new man. That's what's going to happen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. She needs it. Turn that insomnia on. Don't play insomnia in Spain. You gonna come back with five babies? <laughs> don't don't uh uh-uh. uh do not put that on me. Not five. 
<laughs> he, he's not lying though. Be careful with that song. Be careful. <laughs> You know, they, trying they're, to kill they're me. fertile out there. That's what I'm saying. Stop. <laughs> Darren White trying to scare me off of it. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, All right. Okay, we're growing right. up. So All right, we're going to move on to our EUR <laughs> Web Story Spotlight of the Week. Oh, 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 oh. well, we don't have our music today. J-Lo, where's our soundtrack, J-Lo, J-Lo man? Our soundtrack Come on. Music today. There you go. Wait, let's remix that again. Come on, give me that again, J-Lo. There you go. That's what I'm talking about, girl. There you go. Three times. Go ahead, girl. All right, so this has also been in the news. So NBA player, or former NBA player, Dwayne Wade, mm-hmm. uh, in an article recently with Rick Ross, rapper Rick Ross and producer Rick Ross, were talking about what they'd like to do next. And the conversation about having an NFL team came up, and they both agreed that, that that's one move that they'd like to they do really is own. An NBA team, I mean NFL team. Uh, so when they were asked about it, you know, Ross said that he would like to go in with some friends as well. You know, mm-hmm. kind of do what Jay Z was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, get get your boys in and and get this money. So I'm like, listen, they both can afford it. Apparently, Dwayne Wade is worth 120 million, and Rick Ross is worth uh, 35 million. So I say, if they put their monies together, that they probably can buy an NFL team. Mm. Would that be something that you'd like to do? Would you like to buy an NFL team? Not. Uh, I, I would not an NFL though, but okay. a professional sports team. I yeah. think is is a great move, and I and I think we need more minority, not just black, but minority, minority owners, owners yeah. in yeah. there. Yeah, um, I think it will help everything. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Yeah. But um, I, I hope they do it. Yeah, I really do. I hope they do it. And, and like you said, it's a growing trend because Usher, Usher is, is looking an into owner. It. And there's yeah. another. Um, <laughs> I think Serena Williams has a ownership in in a Florida team. Yeah. So I think it's such an important thing. Yeah. For our culture to move yeah. forward. And to look that way. What I want to know is how much does it cost? It's expensive. It's to expensive. Buy it's expensive. Because they, they said tried. There was a group that tried to buy the Carolina Panthers like yeah. two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, two years ago. Yep. But you have to, with the NFL, there's some other, like you got to get the all the owners or something. Which I don't vote, understand. Or, they got to approve it. They have to approve your purchase. They have to approve your purchase. And then they were saying, Rick Ross was saying that he wanted to buy a team that was like kind of, they were looking to sell a cash out. Well, a he was bit, talking about so. the Dolphins too. He was talking about the Dolphins. Some too. Mm-hmm. Drama. I don't know. Yeah, Anything about football, so I don't know yeah, what's going on. But like, I mean, I know they're cute, and I know how to like. I, I love that. That's I can what follow you football. Know, that, they're, <laughs> that they're cute. That's okay. Got it. Just I'm saying I can follow the actual game. Like I know what's happening. I just don't know like the ins and outs of like owners and who's done what. Like I don't pay attention to that anymore. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I used to. Mm-hmm. My dad's a huge sports fan. I grew up with sports. I did too, but I understand. Well, if you have, so you say you wouldn't want to buy an NFL team. What no. type of sports team would you want to buy? For pleasure, I'd, I'd go NBA. Okay. I like the mm-hmm. NBA, but. Yeah. For investment, I'd go in soccer. That's just what I was going to say. Isn't that what yeah. Sierra and Russell Wilson, what's his last name? Oh, did, are they did, doing I think they MLS? just bought a soccer team. Yeah, I think they just bought a soccer team. In yeah. Seattle, or Seattle yeah. soccer team or something. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's the fastest growing sport. It's yeah. the world sport. And it, it's still in the infancy here in the States. So, so from an investing perspective, that's yeah. what I would it's do. probably time to get in. You know what? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's join our monies. <laughs> you know what I'm let's join our monies. Pull up on our this, monies. On this, this, this table right here. Maybe we can get us a little soccer dollars. team. I mean, I can take, I can out, take, a, take I out a big ass I think I can get a soccer player right now. I don't know if I can get the whole team. <laughs> I get a soccer jersey, and that's going to be with a loan. Now I'm just playing. I love it. We're working on it. We'll get we there. We're going to get, we'll get there. there. 2020 goals, right? That's right. 2020 goals. Uh, so, yeah, I wish them both luck. And mm-hmm. uh, like you said, I agree that we should be getting some more um, black ownership on these For teams. Sure. And I think that will change a lot of things that have been going on in the last several years that we all are, are very aware yeah. of yeah. in the uh, sports arena. Maybe people will yeah. stop hating on Jay-Z now because more people are expressing yeah. interest. 
<laughs> buying a tree. I mean, it's I mean, a, we don't know what's going on with Jay Z still, for real, for real. But you know. But I still have my own personal opinion, opinion yeah. about how that was handled. Yeah, of course. With Colin, of so course. you know, I'm I'm happy that he bought the team, but I still think it was not handled. But the we best don't know way. if he bought a team. Well, true. We're. We're, We're just hoping that there are more seats at the table because Jay Z is very true. There. You're very true. Yes. All right. That's so, what we'll pray for. Speaking of more seats at a table, well, this kid has a lot of seats at the table. There is an 11 year old in the UK named Omari McQueen. Nice. Uh, he is doing things at 11 years old that I still am trying to do as an adult, which is cook. <laughs> Me, me too. <laughs> you know what I'm so apparently, this little uh, Amari McQueen, um, he was introduced by, to cooking by his parents, mm-hmm. um, and he has created his own type of Jamaican Caribbean wow. vegan style of food. And this is the best part of this story that I love. So his mom said that she actually uh, kind of influenced him to cook because he has other siblings in the family, mm-hmm. and she wanted him to kind of know how to cook and help, you know, with the She's house like, help chores these and help these kids Feed like these children. <laughs> and. Uh, he actually started a little YouTube page and it started to get a little burned. So and then precious. he went on LinkedIn and looked up the CEO, uh, Roger Wade, who is the CEO of a company that manages food halls across London. And he call- he hit him up to ask him for advice. This kid was 11. At, at 11 years what? old. 11 years old. <laughs> and, and his mom said he did it on his own. So this kid, Amari McQueen? Amari, Amari McQueen, yes. Very, very bright future. Yes. I mean, very Come bright on, future. like, that's cr- like, Doing his thing. And, and what, so much, the YouTube channel? Yeah. Because yeah. that is the future. That you is. Know, yeah. for, for, especially all these kids are glued to YouTube and wanting glued. to do their own thing. Yep. And Amari's doing it big. And then to have the audacity and the strength and confidence to that's reach right. out. That's right. Impressive. To a CEO, the CEO's 53 and was just like taken aback by this kid and fell in love with him instantly and was I like, I need to give him all the advice like, I can. Give him whatever I say that they're probably going to partner in the future yeah. and it's going to be some big, big things that happen then. You That's know? amazing. Yeah. Um, some of his uh, signature dishes are barbecue jackfruit with brec- with breakfast chips or bread breadfruit chips. Breadfruit bread fruit fruit chips, chips. A pumpkin soup. Um, a sweet peach and pear puree with nutmeg dripping sauce. Or dipping sauce, excuse me. I'm dripping. Dripping. <laughs> I'm dripping. I'm dripping. I'm dripping because I'm going to drip that up in the sauce and just eat it. Um, but yes, yeah, so this kid, I mean, it, those aren't even regular, you know, yeah, those are like creative. exotic dishes. That's awesome. I mean. Creative and Kudos amazing. to you, Amari McQueen. I hope we can get you in the U.S. and we can have you come in and cook I for know. us and, you know, sample some of those delicious dishes. Sample some delicious dishes. I'm proud of him. I'm proud of you, Amari. I'm, imp- yeah. I'm so impressed. Like, yeah. I still be struggling looking on LinkedIn like, oh, I should connect with someone. <laughs> me? Too. I'll send an email yeah. and to be like, oh, do it. get it, boy. That's yeah. some confidence. That's some you confidence buy right there. That's what I'm saying. I love sure. it. Love it. All right. Well, speaking of confidence, confidence. I feel real confident after listening to Insomnia from T.J. Jackson mm-hmm. because I know that I can. You, you know, know you can what? <laughs> we'll talk, talk about that a little bit later. That is for after hours. That's for after hours. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got the I got the I got the shoulder moves TJ. Get it. <laughs> All right, ladies. <laughs> I, 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 y'all not ready for this. Y'all not ready. Y'all not ready. I love it. I love it. Yes. Here's what I love about this track. I just feel like this type of music, you know, love songs have left us a lot mm. in the last. 10 years. Yeah. Yes. Uh, slowly but surely, there are some artists that are trying to bring, bring those back. back yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I think SZA, you know, has been one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Khalid, uh, Khalid, mm-hmm. uh, no Khalid. I, Khalid. I do the same and thing. I'm like, because it's the yeah. DJ Khalid, versus the yeah. artist. Yeah, mm-hmm. Khalid. Same I mean, thing. there are artists that are doing it, but I, what I appreciate about this is that you know you you are delivering that sound that I really miss. Them mm-hmm. Slow jams, Them slow man, jams. That we you know, used to get. for me, I grew up. You know, listening to this, Jodeci, Shy, yeah, H Town, um, Boyz II Men, and to me, like you said, it's it's kind of being neglected today, yeah, and that's not okay because yeah. the music is a, that that style of music is very strong to me. So for my record, I wanted to make sure that was shown, yeah. showcased, and especially with Insomnia, my first song, I wanted to come back and and go that route. Some people wanted a different track that was more current, sure, mm-hmm. but I'm not doing this for for you know, charts or anything like right. that. I'm doing, but it, it is doing well in the charts. It is Don't doing get it well. Yeah. yeah. So, but again, that's another thing. You got to stick to what's authentic to you. Right. In anything in life, it's all of a sudden turned into like some, you know, inspirational <laughs> thing. But it's true. You got to, if you're gonna do something. Do it the way you feel and in your heart, so that way you don't look back, you know, and say, "Dang, I, I should have done this." Because that's happened yeah. with, with yeah. us. That is very true. Yeah, for sure. And then, yeah, because I mean, you led with a slow song, versus yeah, which is a fast track, which is you know a, I mean? a no-no in the music industry. Yeah. You're supposed yeah. to come with an up-tempo dance song, and I was, but then the, the everything just seemed like it should have went this way, and I and I did it. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, listen, I don't even think I have enough time with you today because there's just so many questions that I have for you that I feel like we need like five interviews with you. But let's start off with, let's go back to just being a Jackson and and 3T and Mm -hmm. even before that, like what was it like to just grow up as a Jackson Jackson. with so much musical talent in your family? I mean, everybody everybody got got talent. You know, usually it'd be like one real great person (laughs) in the family and everybody else is just like, well, we, we, well, everybody. Everybody's talented. You know what's cool is uh, obviously music was everywhere. You know, we were going to shows all the time. I remember, you know, going to the forum and, and other venues to see legendary artists performing all the time I'd fall asleep halfway through the show <laughs> and then have school the next morning but that was just my life yeah and even with my own family you know I, even though I, I'd be backstage seeing them you know perform and sometimes in the crowd but I never saw them as as artists yeah I always saw them as Uncle Michael Uncle Jackie Uncle Jermaine my father yeah you know our Auntie Janet that's how I always saw them so for me I didn't really see or feel the significance of my family until a lot a lot later, yeah. until probably when I was in, in my 20s. Wow, really? Wow. Yeah, because they were so chill and humble, yeah. you know? So it's hard to really gauge what achievements they have really done, especially when you travel around the world. That's when you really you see, see the and love, feel it. the extra sure. love. Especially yeah. from people who don't even speak English, Yeah, you know what I mean? To see that impact, but that's the power of music. Yeah, I, you know? I remember looking at a, a concert that uh, I believe it was in Japan uh, mm-hmm. that Michael was in, and like literally, like you said, no one spoke English, but they knew every, every single word. lyric to his songs. Yeah. Every I, single lyric. When we would we would fly into Asia, other countries, but Asia. Since you said Japan, with my uncle, and literally the whole place was shut down. Yeah. The airports were shut down the whole way. There'd be people banging on the doors and following on scooters, and wow. and. It's kind of looking back. It doesn't even seem real. Yeah, yeah. it really doesn't. Yeah. You know, at the time it was very normal. That's people love Uncle Michael. Yeah, you know. But now it's like because I I haven't seen it since. Yeah, you know I what I mean. So I realize now how special that was. Yeah. But back then I didn't. What do you think it was about like your family dynamic? Because I mean, obviously I don't know you guys, but like meeting you and seeing interviews with other family members, you guys have a very grounded 
energy, like very right. normal. Not yeah. very. Mm. It's like celebrity is something over there, yeah. and I, but but like y'all celebrity is like another whole <laughs> level of celebrity. Right. What is it about your family dynamic that seemed to be able to channel that through all the generations of? I think I think first and foremost it starts with my grandmother. Mm-hmm. You know, she's incredibly humble, incredibly forgiving, and incredibly loving. Yeah. Um, th- to me, that's the start, mm-hmm. and then my my family just my father especially but my uncles and father are very humble you know I always, I've been saying my father is the kind of guy that you can go to Home Depot and, and see him looking at screws and asking He's questions <laughs> that's my pop it seems like it and then the next day he could be doing a performance in front of you know 50,000 people well Tito isn't he doing a, uh, a, a show recently yeah. Yeah. like, to, like yeah. soon yeah. Yeah. He, he, d- he does shows with his brothers throughout the world all the time um, but I think when you see that as a youngster and you see how, how grounded he was, he was coaching my Little League. He came from performing at Dodger Stadium to the next day coaching like I my championship that. game Great. as the head coach, <laughs> you know, thinking about lineups and, you know, should you pitch first, should you pitch second. So when you see that from the inside, there's no reason for me not to be grounded and be normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? I haven't achieved anything close to what my father and uncles have. So why would I show or be any different? I love that. And yeah. I know you have children, so I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm sure you pass on that philosophy to your kids. Absolutely. How many, how many kids? I have four of my own. Four? See, you've been listening to your own he records. Listen, he, you think these he songs are coming back? Okay. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> he ain't slept in like 12 years. Right. And, it's, <laughs> and what's the age range of the kids? 19 is my oldest. Whoa. Yeah. Wait, huh? What? I got a 19-year-old. Wow. I lost my mother right when I turned 16, and I just felt a complete emptiness. Yeah. And literally, my mind was on having a kid Yeah. For, wow. since I was 16 years old. Wow. I waited till I was about 19, 20, around then, and I had a child. And I'm, you know, obviously very happy. But yeah. every, everything from 19, I'll just give you the ages, 19, 11, 8, and 4. Wow. I mean, yeah. you look like you 19. I That's all I'm you like. Don't, you don't look legal. I'm sure no. that they're like, that's your dad? or your, <laughs> I get that a lot. Or your bestie. You know? A lot of people think, um, you know, we're brothers. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, but th- again, the whole message for me, and it's, it is a little bit harder for some reason. Uh, I mean, my kids are grounded kids, but I'm so particular on that. Yeah. I want them to be grateful. I want them to be empathetic. And I want them to be respectful. Yeah. So I think sometimes I push it too hard, but... To me, that's everything. Yeah. You know, as a father, as a parent, if you can accomplish those three things, you did all right. Yeah. And then at what stage did you know, you know, after you're, like you said, this was just a normal thing for you to go see a concert, but then you felt that itch of like, I want to perform, I want to make my own music. We've always wanted to, to be honest. But I think that to to really say what really accelerated was when I was uh, 14. I went to Asia with my Uncle Michael and saw his performing. We got pulled out of school. And just being in the sea of people, literally almost 80 to 100,000 people every night, lose their mind yeah. and not even know, maybe they didn't know, but that that's not their natural language. Yeah. And to see my uncle be able to have a crowd in the palm of their hand, not in a, in a bad way, but right. to, to really control the happiness and the atmosphere of the venue yeah. was incredibly powerful to see, especially when right after the show you're going to hang out with him. You know what I mean? And, and you get to talk with them and, and just, you know, talk. So when you see someone turn into that kind of superhero, it's pretty hard not to want to do <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's that's true. that. Too. Yeah. That's true. So. What's the best advice he gave you about that life and performing and music and making it your career? To make it great, um, to, to do your absolute best, uh, to make it for the world, 
Don't just think locally, and to make it last. Make it try to try to foresee hundreds of years later. Yeah. And to try to make sure your legacy is something that's strong, powerful, positive, and and try to be the best you can. Well, man, I remember uh, watching the three T videos. You yeah. And your brothers and uh, you know I was saying earlier a little tease me. I ain't gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I, you know, I ain't gonna see it. My, don't 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 watch tease me because my hair is jacked up and tease me. But we love this hair. We love this hair. I was like, I wanted the so curls. No, it's, it wasn't the curls. It's the fade. The fade. The fade. But we didn't notice yeah. that. We were like, oh, he's got curly I, hair. I didn't notice so it at right. the time, but when I see it now, it's like, what was that? But it's all good. It's all good. How did? How is it? now um, working solo versus with your brothers on a record it's on the record actually wasn't that different yeah because uh, we've always written individually and collectively yeah. so I've always recorded you know since I was 15 years old I've been recording my own stuff um, it's different doing these things yeah this is new yeah. um, interviews as well as performances that's new yeah. um, and that's something that will take some time to get used to but you know, I love my brothers, and and we're all doing our own little thing, yeah. and then we'll come back and 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 reform and and do something solid. Y'all like Destiny's Child, you know, <laughs> <do> a solo <laughs> project, well, you know, and then Beyonce come back. back. <laughs> we're brothers, yeah. you know, and that's first and foremost. That's how we started. We used to rehearse every day for an hour a day since I can remember, since I was probably six years old. And uh, you know, I see my brothers on the guitar and the drums. That I love them, so that's never going to end. And how would you describe the music that's going to be, you know, the tracks, the current tracks? For me? Yeah. A little bit more mature sounding. Um, and, and more, I hate to say it this way, but more authentic. I really wanted to do something that was more musical, more live instrumentation, um, but still make it current. Yeah. I feel that's a, a an avenue that's not really being explored today. So I wanted to do something in that way, and that was our, our main goal. And I think we did a pretty good job. And then do you have a favorite track? I do, but okay. So I'm releasing an EP in November. Okay. But my favorite track's not going to be on the EP. Okay. So. Is it like a just a, a like a bonus, or is it like it just didn't make the album? No, or? I'm saving it. Okay. I'm saving it. I'm saving okay. it. And and this is something else I do. I'm gonna give you a little, uh, a little nugget. All right. A song that I really really like, I try not to finish too soon. Hmm. I let it marinate. Okay. So although it's ninety percent done. And, I, and it should be done I like to sit with it for a year just to see if there's anything else because you know like as a performer sometimes you do a, an old song and you'll add stuff sure mm -hmm. you know if and, and every time that performer does it now they're adding this ad lib or they're adding this background part or a guitar lick but it's not on the original record because at that time it wasn't thought of mm. I don't want to make that mistake yeah. so I like to let things sit that a bit yeah like insomnia is almost a year and a half old wow um even though it sounds current we don't mix and master to the very end but the song i like to let it marinate and then it's yeah so you so it doesn't there's not a time period on how long you let it marinate no, just whatever the feeling whatever is. the feeling is okay. you know it, it'll probably be about six six more months to to a year before i close out that song See now I can't wait wow. to hear it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I want to hear it. There's a there's a couple that I'm really proud of that are going to be coming out. But um, yeah, I, I'm excited. This is all new for me, and and I'm just so happy that the feedback's been what it has been. It's been really strong, and you know, because as an artist, sometimes you can second guess yourself. Sure. You know, and it, it, you have to put your heart and really be vulnerable. And um, 
I, I did that, you yeah. know, and, and to get that kind of response and love is, is cool. And it's really the love from the fans that matters to me. Yeah. I know there's going to be haters and people who generally sure. don't like what I do, which yeah. is perfectly fine. Yeah. But as long as my fans are, are resonating with it, I'm good. And then once you are kind of in the process of creating music, do you take it to any family members just to, like, give them a little sound or give them <laughs> yeah. feedback? Like, do you yeah. take it to Janet Good and be question. like, hey, what, what do you think, think about this track? The only family member that I've done that with my brothers is Michael. Okay. He was like our big brother and our mentor, Uncle Michael. Um, for my record, the only person family who's heard it before it came out was my father. And we were at the hospital in Las Vegas for my grandfather mm. in his last days. And I saw my father down. You know, it was a tough time for our whole family. And we had t we were just sitting at the hospital. So I just said, Pops, will you come in the car with me? Yeah. I just wanted to cheer him up, you know, because he's, he's our biggest fan and our biggest supporter. He, he paused his own life to make sure 3T was good. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted him to know that it wasn't for waste and, and that I loved him and, and that I was doing music. Mm. So he was really happy and, and, you know, he did give me some little advice, <laughs> which, which I, I love. Yeah. I respect and look up to him and it was just a great memory for me. I love that. Mm. But, I mean, no, but no one else has heard it no one else prior heard it. to the release date. Oh, wow. Not even my brothers. Wow. wow. Not even, I was going to say, the, the, not, not even, even my brothers. brothers. And I don't know why that is, but we're all like that. Yeah. I think that's part of being a Jackson, to be honest. Yeah. It's like you, you want to try to shock people. I like that, though. Mm. I mean, with all you Jackson's, that's you got it. That's a lot of shock. <laughs> no, it's hard to shock probably in the back. So yes. much great talent there. Yeah. Right, Thank right. you. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, we all feel like, you know, when I, I'm, I'm not, being, I'm being totally honest. When I found out you were coming here, I got so excited, man, because I mean, I feel like, that, you know, I was part of the Jackson. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. as a black person, mm. no offense to people who are not black, but as a black person growing up, you guys were our royalty. Mm. You know, yes. I mean, I told my mom you were coming in and she was excited. You know, it's mm. just sure. like, you guys just changed the game for so many things. And I love that you're still making music and it's authentic and, and you're doing what you love, you know, and you're Thank still you. humble. Like, mm. the, the dopeness is like, you know, when you meet somebody, you're like, oh, he's a Jackson. Yeah. I hope he's going to be cool. cool. <laughs> you know, and you just are Thank humble, you. man. And, and uh, I, you know, I wish you a lot of success. I appreciate even more it. Success. More thank success. You. More sure. success. I, I thank you very much for that. When we will we get to hear some live performances sometimes? Yes. Soon Next year okay. in 2020, I'll, I'll be doing shows. Okay. So just be on the lookout for that. But I'm excited for it. A little nervous again because I don't have my bros. Yeah. But I'll be all right. Yeah. There's there's tougher things I've had to overcome. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> sure that, and now you got sure. four kids. So yes. Speaking of tougher so things to overcome. Four, yeah. children. four children. And you got this career going. And then you also are the, you, you're the Guardian. uncle Co and co-guardian co yeah. uh, for, for Michael's children. That's correct. How do you balance all that, man? It's that's, hard. That's overwhelming for me to even say it, you know? It's hard. It really is. And it's something that you just do. You know, my grandmother had nine kids. Um, I technically have nine because I also have two adult stepchildren. But um sounds like someone's building sorry, something. I don't like, know what's happening. That's your fans <laughs> outside. <laughs> they're trying to They're get like, in. can he sing a song? <laughs> they try to break in the, in, the, in the studio right now. <laughs> TJ. <laughs> but it's it's love and it's patience and it's it's um, help. I got an amazing wife who helps and, and there's help around the house that helps. But it's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy and it's really... You know, as I say, being a father is tough. Being a stepfather to me is more difficult, and sure. being a guardian yeah. is incredibly difficult, especially to my my cousins. Sure. Not because of them, but because of the circumstance Absolutely. of sure. who their yeah. father is. Yeah. Um, but it's doable, yeah. you know. And as long as you lead with love, 
then I, I, I strongly feel everything will be all right. How did you end up in that position? Did you just decide, like, I, I have the space and I can do it right now? Or how did that sort of work out? So my um, my uncle, well, I have the oldest, my 19-year-old is the oldest great-grandchild. And he's just a couple years older than my Uncle Michael's eldest son. Okay. So when I had my son, my Uncle Michael was the only one. He was the first person I told, but he was the one we talk, I talked to. We oh. exchanged notes, what's working, what's not working, what we're struggling yeah. with, what's the best part of being a parent. So I really understood his philosophy as a parent. Yeah. And when he passed, my brothers and I, we went to our grandmother and basically told her, however we can help, we want to be there. He was there for us when I lost my mother. Mm. My world was over, and he took a strong interest to make sure we rebounded, and we wanted to do the same for my cousins. Mm. Um, and then, you know, whenever she'd go out of town, she'd always call me to see if I can come by, come to the house and, and watch them, you know? And I think she knew I was the only one with the grandchild, and, or with a, with a child, so she knew I thought like a parent, and I, I would take care of them like a parent, yeah. you know? And just in time, as she's gotten older, she's kind of phased out of it, and now I'm officially just the sole guardian. She relinquished it recently. Um, but I, I, th I, I was always there with my brothers, and I think it's important because she's, almost 90 years old yeah. Yeah. and she's a grandma yeah. you know and, and she needs to relax and it, it's tough raising kids <laughs> let alone teenagers sure. Yeah, so for sure for anyone let yeah. alone a 90 year old yeah. so I think it was the right thing and she needs to relax and enjoy her grandkids as grand as a grandmother yeah mm -hmm. so so if your kids came to you or maybe they already have and said they wanted to get into music are you totally open to it or do you try and sway them a different direction at first I did I really tried to sway him. I, because I, I saw the, I know all about all the pitfalls and the, the dark sides of the industry. Sure. Um, but as I've gotten older, I've learned to really respect the passion in an interest. Yeah. And um, perfect examples. My my eleven year old wants to act, and that was something I never wanted yeah, to do. my kids. No interest in that. No, I didn't want my kids acting. So if they want to act when they're teens or older teens, you know, it's kind of like what my uncle did because we wanted to come out at nine when I was nine. And my yeah. uncle Michael's like, no. He didn't want us to come out at th th that age. He wanted us to have a childhood. I appreciate that. And <laughs> I, I want my kids to, A, have a childhood, but I also want my kids to be stable and strong and confident with them themselves before they enter the entertainment industry, if yeah. they want to do it. Yeah. That coupled with the fact that I truly believe as a parent we have to support our kids' love. Sure. So after two years of her asking to act and acting lessons, she started her first class two days ago as in, for acting. My daughter did, and it's it was interesting because you know again my instincts are no, right. <laughs> but at the same time I, I'm her dad, and you know there's only one of me, and I, my job is to support her. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. I love that. Aww. Yeah. I, I mean that's that's what it's Oof. about, you know. Yeah. yeah. And the talent is clearly and throughout the, the blood. <laughs> right. So. Right. What's, your, what's, right. What's cool though too is she's so outgoing, you know, and she actually can act. Yeah. So it's it's really one of those things where. For parents, follow what your kids love. You know, I know sometimes it could be a challenge of what they decide or what they say they want to do, but if they're saying it after six months, a year, mm -hmm. two years, parents be there to support them. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you guys, uh, you keep staying on top. I mean, Janet just what had the highest performance uh, mm -hmm. from an artist in Vegas, Vegas for her yeah. 18 city or 18 day tour. Yeah. And I know. Then, you know, that's that's huge. Yeah. And then uh, you know, your dad is still your dad is performing. Doing his thing, you know, in a week, yeah. you know. Yeah. So it's like we're gonna get a lot of Jacksons around, you know. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of younger ones too that are developing they and are. creating coming and, and coming up. They are. My cousin Jafar is doing his thing. You know, he just released his own first single as well, 
and there's going to be more yeah you know I, I, i'm like i said i'm so proud to be who i am i hope that doesn't come off wrong but i'm just proud of my family yeah. you know because we've contributed to the world in a positive way absolutely yeah. and 100%. we as a second generation i think just want to duplicate that as much as we can sure i know it's going to be tough to do it yeah <laughs> but but even if it's a tenth of it a hundredth yeah. of it it's it's worth it when you put a smile on someone's face and you've talked about haters how do you as a family just keep away all the negativity, all the negativity of certain things everywhere. that have taken place it's hard yeah it's as a kid it was the hardest thing you know i'd go to school and if there was a headline you know 90 percent of it was always false but yeah. you know the media says it and a lot of times people say if it's in the media it's true so going to school was sometimes challenging yeah but today, um, I just I'm, I'm in a more stable place in my life, sure. and I just ignore it, you know. And I've learned that a lot of times, hate is a reflection of what's going on inside a, their own person's self, yeah. yeah, inside someone else. So yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but um, so I, I I now see it from a different perspective, and that's helped a lot, yeah, you know. And like I said, no one's not everyone's gonna love what I'm wearing, what I look like. They're gonna make fun. It's it's sure. all good. Can't please everybody. Just just <laughs> yeah. I'm good with it. Yeah. Truthfully, I'm good with it. Just be a good person at home. Yeah, for sure. It's the I truth. I uh, used to intern for Quincy Jones, and uh -huh. it's funny because like just the 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 things that he's told me about Michael that he just. I mean, just praises him so mm. much. Now, I want to clear one rumor. I heard that there used to be a, a feud between Prince and Michael Jackson, and mm. some people say it is, some people say it didn't happen. It? Was that was true, or was it? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was a little competition, but was I, it really a feud? I don't think feud's the right word. Yeah. It's. I think it was just respect. I don't know from Prince's side. I could say from my uncle's side, it was. It was a lot of respect. Yeah. And Prince did a version. I'm so bad with this stuff, but Prince, I believe, did a version, and I hope this isn't a secret. But he did a version of bad. Well, I what I had read is that that they, he had been asked by Michael to be on the record, and then he decided to do his own version of the record. Okay, and sub Ooh. maybe submit that. So may maybe it's a different song, but I believe they worked. It could together. be. It could be. I could. You know. I don't know if that's in a vault. Yeah. If that ever was just a meeting yeah. that they sang in the same room and I were would thinking love to hear it. it. But um, I I would say it's it's respect. Yeah. The, it was just respect, and I think again the world likes to kind of sometimes create some controversy and some sure. some. Some, of you know, course. and and I think that will <laughs> lead to it. each other. Yeah, That's but but my whole family respects and you know Prince is one of my favorites. You know, yeah. he's someone I listened to and yeah. and and looked up to. So. Yeah. And then, is there any artist right now that you look at? You're like, that's that's somebody my uncle would be proud of. Ooh, who my uncle would be proud of? That's a good question. Um, it's, it's, I, you know who I'm gonna say Beyonce. Okay. He'd be yeah. proud of Beyonce. Yeah. Um, he'd be proud of Beyonce for for being a trailblazer, yeah. for doing her own thing, for thinking globally Absolutely. and being global, yeah. and and really also infusing um, you know her her culture into her music and her Definitely art. Has. Yeah. You know, my uncle was big on that. I don't think the world really shows that, but you know, remember the time and and uh -huh. videos like that. He really even back in personal life, you know, he was always that uncle who was telling us about black history yeah. mm -hmm. and and preaching it. And a lot of people don't realize that. I love that cuz there's a misconception that that, that he was trying to disown dis dis himself from that. Completely yeah. false. Yeah. Completely false cuz if it wasn't for him, there's a lot of things on on black history I wouldn't I went to a, a basically an all white private school yeah mm -hmm. you know and I got a lot of my history f a from my family but my, my uncle yeah you know and and t 
you're 100% right and I want to address this because in if you think of a Michael Jackson video whether it's Thriller whether it's Remember the Time in the Closet um, whatever just making me feel <laughs> no, like, but, I'm just, but I'm all, you know. who is the love interest what nationality is she that's very true and, and he, he never told me this because I was too young to have this conversation with him but I gen knowing him I genuinely feel, feel he wanted to portray sh black women in a great strong light globally he knew he had the influence around the world and I believe that's why he always did that yeah. you know and it's sad but I think a lot of the American media tried to trade uh, change that narrative sure, but did. don't get it twisted my uncle was very proud to be black and he was very proud to, of his culture and heritage I love that you said that yeah I know I mean that just like and it's so true because I can remember I watching in, in the closet and all of with Naomi Campbell and Iman and I was like all these beautiful chocolate women and at that time that was not something that we were seeing you know and, anything. and what's so cool is that, and, and a lot of these songs are more for pop you yeah. know for for you know just the pop world yeah. it was a they were global songs that he wanted to really infuse a positive side of black culture yeah. into his music and it it, it it, the media, in my opinion, did a really disservice to him in, like many things, but in trying to limit that and try to make him make his own people go against him. Yeah. But he was proud to be black. I love that. And then, is there anyone that's out right now that you would like to maybe collaborate, collaborate with, or, or a new artist that you well, like? You know, I'd, I'd like to do some things wanna. with them. That's a good question. Um, there's a couple of artists that I really like. Um, I don't know if it's to the level where I do some. I haven't really thought of it that way, but I listen to I like Leon Bridges a okay. lot. Yeah. Um, Michael Kiwanuka, um, Daniel Caesar. Those are some. Daniel Caesar's great. Yeah, yeah those yeah, are some yeah. some yeah. solid artists. I haven't really thought of who I'd want to collaborate with, yeah. to be honest. Um, so I'm right now. I'm more focused on just making sure I get my sound and my 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 thing together. Yeah. But I will be collaborating because I think it's a cool thing to do. And then we hear this video for somebody is a little steamy. You yeah. shot it in Paris, a steamy. you know. So yeah. uh, what? When will fans be able to see that? It's coming out next Thursday. Okay. So and I am. I was going back and forth on whether I should edit it down, and I've decided to edit it down uh, just a bit. Okay. Um, and then you know I'll, I'll have the other version, and maybe in the future I'll release it. But I have to remember my my not my legacy but my family's legacy sure, and and respect that and and make sure it doesn't offend anyone i mean we never had a little oh. sexy it's still sexy okay it's still right. sexy but some of it was was could have been a little bit too much okay i want to see what does not I, make I know, we're the like, video do we get that on the <laughs> right, special that, cut of the special dvd or something? <laughs> maybe in the future okay maybe in the future <laughs> all right but that's that's beautiful though to want to continue to uphold your family absolutely keep yeah. respecting that cause, absolutely you know, some people don't care no more you know no, just I, out here clapping it <laughs> no i got respect and nothing but love for my family well outside of music what other projects are you working on so Outside of music, um, I have a channel called The Family Rules, okay. with I do with my wife, and it's just basically trying to inspire families and just projecting positivity. And then on the side, you know, people some people will play video games, they'll hunt, you know, they'll do different things, uh, fish for hobbies. For me, it's it's always been real estate. So I'm yeah. actually a real oh, estate wow. broker, and although I don't practice it yeah. daily. Um, but I have my own little company, and that's something that that kind of clears my mind and and gets me in a whole nother wavelength. I feel that. So I, I love that. You know, it's funny you say that because I was thinking about getting my real estate they license. Like TJ, hey, I may be calling you up to hire, hey. hire me as one of your brokers. Well, I'll tell you, I bought my first house. I think I just turned eighteen, 
And I remember signing all these papers and not having a clue what I was signing. And I told myself at the time, I said, this will be the last time I do this. Mm -hmm. So I got my license like a year or two later and I've had it since. You know, I don't practice it all the time. I do stuff for my family and close friends. But it's something I do enjoy to do. And it's something you can do forever. forever. That's true. That's true. And help others. That's true. That's that's another thing. You know, a house is usually someone's biggest purchase and their most important investment in their life. And to be able to help, you know, and really put a smile and really set a family up for the future is a cool feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, uh, we unfortunately got to get out of here. Yes. It has been a pleasure. pleasure. It was good timing today. I love what you guys do. Thank you. So keep it up. Please come back. I'll be back anytime. You let me know. We're going to put down that video. When that video come out, we're going to be no, it's fun. It's a cool video. I'm proud of it. I'm really proud of it. So, well, I can't wait to see it. Where Thank can you. fans find you? Find out more about what you're doing. Uh, Instagram is TJ Jackson Nine. Okay. Um, Facebook and Twitter is TJ Jackson World. Okay. But I think the best thing to do, if you want to follow me on my journey, is to subscribe to my newsletter. Okay. And I try to send it out once a week with what's going on, what's on my mind. And um, to do that, just go to www.tjjackson.com and subscribe to the newsletter. Y'all heard that. Y'all better right, go do it now. Subscribe. Yeah. I'm going to subscribe. Yeah, it's so fun. It's cool. I want to know what's going on. So <laughs> I'll, I'll get to be in the know. Can't wait That's for it. live shows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Right. Will there be any live shows coming up? In 2020. In 2020. In 2020. 2020. In 2020. So you guys subscribe to the newsletter. So you get them dates. And I'll get right, you, you the, get dates. the dates. Right, okay. Courtney, where can fans find you? I'm all over the social media universe at Stuart Starlet. And you can find me at Daryl Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and also on CBS on Saturdays on This Is LA. So, uh, TJ, man, it's yes. been a pleasure. you got to come back. I'm, whenever. I enjoy this. I really do. And I'm yeah. proud of you guys. And keep doing your thing. And, and I'm here. All right. Next time, we're going to make you sing oh. on the show. Uh-oh. Yeah, because okay. I, yeah. I came real close. I was, you know, I ain't going to do it. Thank you. I'm wait. <laughs> My voice has been so scratchy, too. I haven't been sleeping, so that's probably why. Oh, you've been it's all busy. that insomnia. Insomnia. Good one. Insomnia. We like that, right? <laughs> cool. All right, y'all. Well, we will see you uh, next week. And yeah. if you're in L.A., stay cool. Stay cool, y'all. Peace. On behalf of our PHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. <laughs>